For most of us, work is a sad affair. We are confused about it, disconnected from it, or simply over it. Fulfillment, lasting success, and a sense of purpose are rarely found. And yet we deserve them, because happy work is not just a possibility, it is a right. Welcome to the Human Value Entrepreneurship Podcast, where we explore a new take on a better work reality and how we can all achieve it. Hey everybody, it's Vera. Hello, and this is Olivier. Welcome to another episode. And today we're talking about something that might be actually kind of current in your mind, and that is training, training muscles. Working out. It's summertime, so a lot of people are working out right now. We, we started talking about this actually January 1st. Yeah. Because, uh, right? You yeah, resolutions. Gym, you have resolutions, so you want to go and work out. Mm -hmm. Which is great. We think it's fantastic that you want to keep your body in shape. And then, obviously, the next thing is like, well, I also have to do mental workouts. And, you know, people will do crossword puzzles, brain teasers, etc. But we always forget one of the most important muscles. Yeah, the emotional muscles. And you're like, what? Is that my heart? Yeah. I mean, it's part of it, but... Well, okay, so we are beautiful, wholesome beings, and we have all these, you know, systems at our dis disposal that we can mm -hmm. use to create, mm -hmm. to create in the world for ourselves. And we think traditionally all we have is our body and our mind. So we train our body, we go lift weights, and we go on to the treadmill, and, you know, we all do yoga... Or we do, as you just said, um, the, the brain games, the puzzles and sudokus and all those things are there. But what about that which really defines us as human beings, our emotions, the thoughts that create our emotions? That is a muscle too. And it's actually the most important muscle that we have. For those who may be new to this topic, emotionality is very big. With us, right? Because Very big. It's at the heart of the human experience. If you remove emotions, we always say you remove emotions from your life, you're left with nothing. Yeah, you're you go through life feeling. You don't go through life just doing. Yeah. You feel everything. Yeah, the meaning of life is to experience emotions and to remember that. They, they become memories. They become experiences. Uh, uh, w without that, you're just a, a pack of muscles and a smart brain. But emotionality lies at the heart of your experience. So you have to train those, um, which means engage in your own emotionality and understand your emotionality. Feel, open yourself up to feelings. And I say this very consciously because uh, in, in, you know, in, in my 20-something years of work, working for different companies, emotions we never really discussed, you know, it was not part of my interviews. It was not really part of my reviews that I had with my, you know, my, my bosses, my uh, head of departments. It was all about performance. It was all about the brain and the muscles, you know. Yeah, are you tired? Are you like exhausted? Do you want to work more or less? Okay. But the emotionality goes deeper, right? That Those are the emotional muscles that we have. Mm -hmm. But then on top of that, we have yet another set of muscle. A set of muscles that uh, is important and that sits right on top of our emotional muscle. And that is the social muscles we have. Mm -hmm. Because we might very well be in tune with ourselves, you know, go through life as happy clams and, you know, just be content. But it's really how we bring ourselves into the world, how we interact with society 
that uh, defines our work, that yeah. becomes our legacy, that we becomes are the part impact. of society, and it is important that we also embrace and understand that, yeah. and how that makes us feel, and how we make others feel within that environment. Exactly. If you cut that out, so imagine right now we cut those things out. We cut the emotional muscle out, and we cut the social muscle out, and so our workplaces are just physical. Physical muscles and, you know, the mm -hmm. intelligent, the intellectual muscle of our brains. And you might be one of those people that's like, oh, actually, I hate people. You know, uh, admittedly, I used to say things like that. And I realized that I it's not about that. It was just how I was feeling at the moment would make me feel and act a certain way in interaction with others. It's so, very interesting you say that because... I used to be the same way, and I always thought I'm not uh, a people person. Yeah, I'm. I'm not comfortable, uh, you know. And still to this day, I'm not comfortable around a lot of people, large gatherings. But once I got in tune with my emotional muscle, I actually realized, you know, who I am, and that that emotionality is that is me, right? That social muscle. You know, I just opened up to it and I realized, no, I actually really like to exchange with people on the basis of my emotions. Now, you cannot draw a line between, oh, I'm an emotional person at home and I'm an unemotional person at work. Your emotions, you always carry them with you. So you cannot pretend you're an antisocial person at work and a social person at home. You're always you. What we're talking about here today, you know, this this full workout regiment, yeah, of all the muscles that we have is supposed to align you so much with yourself that you can always show up as that emotional self, social self, you know, that then uses, and that's important, that then uses intellectuality and uh, and physical strength. So just to also, you know get people working out, how is it that you discovered for yourself how to work your emotional muscles? And how did that lead to the social muscle being worked as well? When you're in tune with your emotional muscles, you know who you are because you're in tune with your emotions. When you're in tune with your social muscles, you now know who you are in relation to the world, right? Not just in relation to yourself, in relation to, right? You're a mother, you're a parent, you're, you're a teacher to someone, you're a mentor to someone. You can now bring that emo emotionality into the world. But now you have access to your intellectuality to shape creativity from it, right? Ideas. Ideas yeah. are the mind's response, the mind's, the brain power that now reacts to you having control over your emotional and social self and says like, I have an idea based on that. And now your physical self can execute the idea. And that, guys, that's creativity. And that's also your entire being working together. Every, yeah, exactly. Everything in there line. There are no silos. Yeah. Creative people have, you know, creative people align all four of them. And now we have to be careful. Not everybody has the physical strength of a Hulk, the, the, the intellectual strength of, you know, uh, Stephen Hawkins and um, the social intelligence of, uh, you uh, know, me. <laughs> of you or of uh, maybe, maybe Oprah for yeah. certain people and the emotional intelligence of a Mother Teresa. Mm -hmm. But 
we all shine in our own way. Mm -hmm. And to realize I'm, I might be lacking, I might be lacking intellectual strength in my work. But so I get someone, I get someone to bring that into the system. I might be lacking physical strength. So I find someone who extends my strength. That's how great organizations are built by laying out all the muscles and saying, okay, where are we lacking muscle power and where do we have abundance and how can we streamline them? And to get back to your question now, okay. Um, <laughs> the so workout, how do we get there? <laughs> the workout, guys, okay? Um, well, we have a regimen we kind of do in the morning, mm -hmm. which I think is a great example of how it could be done. When you wake up in the morning, what is the first thing you do? The right. first thing I actually do is I take a swig of water. Good. Just to replenish and... Drain the fear yeah, out of exactly. your system. Yeah, exactly. Drain the fear out. Um, balance the hormones. But normally, or a lot of people would then go on and do things. Oh, check your do, phone, your emails, etc. When you do that, you engage in your intellectual self, in your physical self, but not in your emotional self. You might get triggered by the things you see, but you're not owning mm -hmm. your, your uh, emotional muscle. So what I recommend is sit with your emotions. You, whether it's in the morning or you carve out some time in your day, sit with your emotions and understand what emotions are flowing through you right now. Because that is the key to owning your emotions is to know what, what's there. Mm -hmm. You know, you might wake up in the morning and feel all like, oh, my God, or like, yes, let's do this. You have to, you have to embrace that. Yeah, whether it's fear, shame, guilt, happiness, exhilaration, you just say. And you look at it. Oh, wow, I see you. You look at it. You look at it. And by looking at it, you embrace it. And by embracing it, you start owning it. You say like, yes, this is how I feel right now. And this mm -hmm. gives you the chance. This gives you the chance to say like, okay, but today I choose to feel a certain way, right? So I take this and I shift it. I say like, I might be a little upset right now, right? Because I had bad sleep or because of yesterday, but today is a new day. And so today I choose to reset. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is not positive thinking. This is ownership of thought. This is the emotional muscle you're flexing right now. You're, you're becoming stronger. You're owning your emotions because you walk out that bedroom, your emotions don't own you. You own them because you know exactly what it is. You told them what you want from them. And that sets the pace. That's already a hard workout. That's already oh, yeah. hard. Oh, yeah. That is a mental, emo oh. like heart, body, everything workout. But then, but then the social muscle, right? So as you walk out your room, or maybe you're still in your room, hug your wife, hug your husband, hug your dogs, hug the world, hug yourself. It's about you now engaging with your environment. Okay, you engage that first with yourself through your thoughts because those are just for you. But now you take that energy that you gain, those that newly gained muscle power, and you share it with the world. I don't care if you you go hug a tree. I'm a tree hugger, so you know <laughs> you will see me do that in the morning. Uh, hug your dog. Speak to them. Speak to your plants. Engage with your environment. That's it. Engage with your environment. I mean, the most important and beautiful person you can obviously engage with is yourself. And we seldomly give ourselves hugs. Oh, yeah. And to give yourself a hug in the morning and just say, 
Oh my god, it's so good to so great. It's so good for you to be here. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just fantastic. It is a true social engagement. Absolutely. And once you've done that, well, you laid the basis for your day. Like, how can you feel bad, right? You own your thoughts. You exchange with your environment. You set the stage for the day. And now, go out there and train your brain. You know, but mm -hmm. now be careful. A lot of people then go about, you know, reading the news, listening to the news, and they think they're feeding their brain. No, what you're feeding your brain is noise. You already make your brain power about outside information. Training your brain means looking at your brain. For, ex for example, you know, writing. Writing out what your brain is thinking is a mental exercise that takes care of the intellectual muscle. Thinking about an idea you had. The best thing you can do is writing down an idea or thinking about an idea you've been pushing away for too long. Something that just amuses you maybe or something you've been thinking about for a while. Look at it. Look a at memory, anything, a memory. Anything. Write anything. it down. The grocery list. Write it down if it's in there. It yeah. wants to get out. Write it down. Yes. Another thing that you can do is singing. Uh, I know it sounds strange, but singing actually takes care of the entire brain. It, it forces you, your brain to use language, musicality, harmony, rhythm, everything. You know, it's just a beautiful brain exercise to keep your brain juices going. And now, now that you've done all that, your physical, your physical self, right, comes into play. And the physical self, I'm not talking about 5,000 push-ups or, you know, uh, you can do that if you wish to do that. However, we have to remember to be gentle to ourselves in our workouts. Mm -hmm. We have to incrementally grow into our workouts. And, and if it's dancing, dance in your kitchen. If it's running up and down the stairs, run up and down the stairs. Now, a question that we get often from our clients is, how do I know if a workout is working for me? And that's actually very simple to answer. It has to feed into your joy. It has to bring you happiness. Because otherwise, it will just drag you down. It's about our playfulness. When we train our muscles, we explore ourselves. We learn the way we're supposed to be learning. That's, that's what playing our game is about. It's the same uh, for your emotionality, as for your social behavior, as for your intellectual training, as for your physical training. It needs to be playful. It needs to make you smile and bring you joy. Don't just fall for a routine that feels like it's off for the day. Do something where you feel yourself that feels right for the moment. Honestly, it, you know, if you're able to able to do so your body will tell you what it needs yeah it will you, suddenly you do one movement and more leads clapping your, your hands, body will tell you smiling i just want to leave you with this never work out in a in a in a vacuum never work out just because of work out because you mean it because you want to feel something because you want to feel alive because this is your joy if it's not your joy change your workout Change it, absolutely. Life is not about a struggle. It's about playing your game. Remember, atrophy is the loss of muscle because it doesn't get moved. It, it's not used. If you for too long cut out the emotionality and the social behavior in your own life, that will dwindle and it will leave you smart and powerful strength-wise, 
but crippled. Who you are doing it withers. It withers. It it, tr- it truly does. Your kind heart at some point, you know, just kind of like gives up. It says like, all right. You don't want to hear what we have to say, so. But you should never allow for that because that's what makes you, you. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard and you want to continue on the path towards achieving your own happy work, make sure to subscribe so you can get notified of weekly episodes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching for at The Y Story. 